Welcome to the Realistic Growth Podcast. This is a series of episodes that will focus on how you can live the same level of life but minimise the money that you spend. So we have a name. We have a name. The Realistic Growth Podcast. It fits in with what I want to do in terms of sharing real life scenarios and real life stories with how you can try to build your finance uh, and how to do better things with your money. So I think it works quite well. But you know, let me know, let me know what you think of the name. And uh, okay, so it's Friday night, I have just finished work. Uh, It's about six o'clock. And I wanted to record uh, an episode to tell you guys about a scenario that happened to me about six months ago uh, and that is getting a new car so getting a new car exciting exciting time many many people how you know get new cars every couple of years but I wanted to do something slightly different Uh, I'm actually quite lucky to have had uh, two new cars in my life um, and they've come from the main dealer from the garage but side note I quite like cars so I look at a lot of YouTube videos, I uh, look at the collections, I look at the money that they cost and how much money is lost, etc, etc. Cars lose money. Well, most of them lose money. Some, you know, you, you can get Ferraris and Lamborghinis, some of them, the limited edition, they stop making them, whatever, and they go up. But the general car that most people will be able to afford will always appreciate in value. And that's the way it's been for, for, for years and years and years. And it's something that's, that's pretty much accepted. It's just a depreciating asset. Is it an asset? I don't really know. It's more of a liability than an asset. Um, because it's very, very likely that he's going to go down a hell of a lot in uh, quite a short amount of time. So I wanted to do something slightly different. I need a car and there's no way of getting out of it. But I didn't want to lose so much money. And what I want to talk to you about today is how to obtain finance, but also be a bit smart about the way you go about it. You can very easily go into a car dealer or a manufacturer and you can pick a car that you want. They will offer you a finance package within the garage and you can take that away and you can drive away. However, is that the best way to obtain a car? I don't think so. I think that if you sacrifice a couple of small things, you can save a lot of money. Um, And I think that it's worth it for the amount of money that you could save. Bear in mind that most likely you're going to lose it anyway. Okay, so uh, cast back six or seven months um, and I was in the market for a new car. My previous car was going back to the garage. It was on a three-year PCP deal and it needed to go back. So I wanted a car between 20 and 35,000 pounds. I wasn't going to pay for it. Uh, I don't have that kind of money. Uh, I would look to get a finance deal on the car um, and it would be a new one or a second-hand one, but not too old. So spending that kind of money... I would like to have something that's a new, relatively new car, and I don't need to spend money on repairs and and whatnot and have the warranty that I need. Um, So I'd had a couple of models that I wanted to go through, and I want to use 
their models, if not similar models, to run through different scenarios for finance and the difference between buying a new car from the garage or from the manufacturer and using their finance deal and actually going it on your own and showing you the difference in the monthly payments and the benefits that you can get. I eventually purchased an Audi A3, um, not nothing major, uh, but it was a very nice car, it's got a few extras on it, and it would retail at £36,000. I bought it second hand, it was registered in 2016, uh, it's around 16 months old, and I bought it for £22,000. So already I've had a £14,000 saving, or to another person, that's a £14,000 loss for 16 months of driving. So in theory, it costs that person about £800 a month, something like that, uh, to run that car. Uh, it's pretty, pretty high monthly fee, which you, you, know, you, don't, want to, you don't want to spend unless you have to. Um, and what I also did is, is I managed to sort a, uh, an individual loan for the car. Um, the garage that or the dealer that I bought it from did have a finance company alongside him that would provide me with finance. Um, but the interest rates on standard car-related finances, like 6.9%, 7.4%, etc. And I can, get, I can get a separate loan for like 3.5%. That's 3% difference on the interest you're going to make. Now, again, I'll go through interest rates later and the different types of finance, but it does matter. You know, the money may not be a great deal and it may be easiness, but when I felt, when I left that garage or that car and I knew the money that I paid, I, I felt pretty good. One, I've got a new car or new to me. Um, it's the same model as a brand new car. It's the same options inside. It was a very good condition. And it cost me like nearly half. And the monthly payments that I was going to uh, pay back was affordable, similar to my old car. Um, and it, it made the experience a whole lot better. Although I could have gone into uh, Audi and paid £36,000 per month. And not per month, sorry. In total. Um, and that would have worked out a lot more expensive than if I was to do it the way I did it. So on, on the back of that story, I would like to go through the different types of finance that potentially you'll be offered when going to a main dealer um, and talk you through the benefits of each one uh, and what would fit better with you. So first of all, which over the last few years has become the most common uh, is vehicle leasing. Now vehicle leasing is essentially a long-term rent. And I say that because you can't actually buy the car. Um, you will choose the terms in which you will have the car and you'll pay monthly payments on having that car. Um, most likely, I don't think I've ever seen a second-hand lease deal, but there may be, but I've mostly seen new car lease deals. So the idea behind it is is you, you buy or you get a new car. Um, you can still option have the different options on it you like you can order the color that you like um, and it will be given to you at xx amount per month again you agree the terms whether it's one year two year three year four year deal um, and you'll also be able to advise the amount of mileage you estimate to do for that year also 
Um, it sounds pretty good. It means that the, the payments will be slightly less. Lease payments are generally quite low in comparison um, because essentially you, you're not, you are buying the car, but you're sort of not. You're never going to have an asset that you own and you'll be able to sell yourself. You have to give it back to the person that you have agreed the lease deal with. Um, you, you know, you'll never be able to own the car. The other disadvantages of a lease is that the mileage that you you or you you drive in the car is governed. So if you pay for 8,000 uh, miles a year or 10,000 miles, if you go over that amount of mileage, you will be charged for per mile. It could be 6p, it could be 12p, etc. It's not major, uh, but if you do 1,000 miles extra, it could be 1,000 pounds. 700 pounds whatever your whatever your rate is on your contract so that's something to think about some people just they'll just estimate and they'll pay the difference a lot of people go under their mileage so it's great um, but if you do go over your mileage like i've done previously i've had lease cars before um you go over the mileage you have to pay um and you know sometimes that could ruin the Ruin the experience you have with the car. It made me at some point not want to drive the car because it's going to cost me every mile I go an extra 10 pence. Um, so that's one disadvantage of a lease. The other point of a lease is if you if you fall in love with a car and you want to keep it over the term, it's, bit, it's a bit difficult to actually keep it longer. Uh, and it's also very difficult to give back the car early. So, for example, you go and you lease a BMW, Mercedes, whatever, Peugeot, Ford, and you decide that after six months you actually don't really like the car, you don't really get on with it, um, and you want to get rid of it. Bit difficult. It can be done. There's normally quite a hefty fee, um, and there's multiple charges around that, which is not cheap at all. Again, I have handed a car back early, and it wasn't very good. Um, so again, you are tired. But for people that just want a car, uh, they want to choose the car they want, and they want a new one, and they want to just pay a monthly fee, and they just use it, and then give it back, and then they get another new one, or they do whatever, it's great, because you don't really have no problems. It's warranted. Um, they've got the guarantee because it's a new car. Um, any problems, you take it back, and at the end, someone comes and picks it up. Great. That's it. Okay, so moving on to PCP. Um, I think it's called personal contract hire, I think. Um, this is essentially where you will buy the car, but it's with a twist. So, you have a similar plan to like leasing, where you would have... A sign a deal where you have the car for two or three years, four years, five years, whatever, uh, and you have the same terms, so mileage terms, uh, you know, any damage or whatever. Um, but essentially, the car is yours, so therefore, you would have a balloon payment at the end. Now, a balloon payment is essentially the rest of the car or the rest of the loan amount. So, for example, car's £30,000 over three years. The garage or the manufacturer would um, estimate that it loses half of its value in three years. Roughly, that's how it would work out. So, you would pay £15,000 over three years or four years, however long. 
you that would then work out to what five five thousand a year, four hundred a month, um, and then at the end of that three years, you have a choice. You can either pay the balloon payment, which is essentially the rest of the car, which it would be say fifteen thousand, or you can give it back. Now the sweetener of this is is it's worked out for you. So at the end of them three years, you can give the car back which is essentially the same as selling the car and giving the money that you sell for the car to pay the rest of the loan off. That's essentially what it is. Uh, a loan company will give a loan to buy that car from the garage. They will then, you pay that back over three years and at the end that car's sold and the money is paid back to the loan company. But it sort of has a bit of cotton wool around it because you don't really see that. All you see is is you walk, drive out the, the garage with a, a new car, a new shiny car, you pay monthly payments and you just give it back and that's it. But essentially, that's what really happens. The car pays off the loan, you walk away. Sometimes you get a bit more money back. You know, if you've, if you've paid off a bit more money on the loan, the car's worth a, worth a bit more than uh, the garage fall. In the first place, you get money back, but it very rarely happens. If you've done a lot more mileage than you said you're going to do, again, you have to pay for the mileage extra because it devalues the car. The only benefit you have is... In theory, you can sell the car and pay off the loan amount. It does come with additional fees, not as much as lease, I don't think. And also the additional benefit is you can keep the car if you want. Or if you think to us, if you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to give it back to the, the dealer, there's £15,000 left on it, I think the car's going for 18000 you can essentially buy the car Um and you can sell it yourself, or you can keep it yourself, or you can do whatever you like. Um, so that's an added benefit. Slightly more expensive than lease, but more options. Then lastly, you've got HP, which is higher purchase. This is essentially a loan. You will go to a garage, buy a car, £30,000, and you will get the loan amount for £30,000. And you will pay it over two, three, four, five years, whatever it is you choose. Um, and it was obviously a lot more expensive, but at the point in where you will pay your last loan payment or your monthly payments, the car will be 100% yours. So however much money is sitting in the car, you will have, you know, if you wanted to sell that car or whatever. So there's different, there's different options in terms of what you want to do and how you, and you know, how much you're going to be involved with a car. Like I say earlier, some people want to be able to buy a car or, or purchase, you know, purchase a car, hire purchase or PCP or whatever. They want to be able to pay for it monthly. They want it to be new. They don't have any problems of it. And at the end of the three years, they just give it back and then they go and get another new car. But... I personally don't believe these ways because of the way that you lose money on a car. I think that it can be avoided, but it won't be a new car. There's always appreciation on new cars and it slows down the, I'd say the older the car gets, but at different points depends on what the cars are. Um, now what I'm going to do whilst I've been going on about that, I've been looking at some various figures for different cars. So I'm going to break down some numbers to prove in a way the fact that it does work out better if you would like the same type of car and whatnot as I was looking at. Now, I'm going to go for three different options. I'm going to go for a car around 15,000. 
Um, the car I've chosen is a Ford Fiesta ST line. Um, the second one I'll go for is around a £30,000 car. Um, and then lastly, a £50,000 car. They will be the new price. And then I will show how much that will be on a monthly payment and the terms. And then the second hand price, i.e. a year and a half old, two years old. Um, and I will show you the benefits and, and the costings of, of purchasing a car that old and, and applying for a different type of finance, etc. Okay, so first off in the list of examples I'm going to give is a Ford Fiesta ST. Now, Ford Fiesta ST, um, I think it's actually the ST line, uh, which is, it looks a bit like a Ford Fiesta ST, but it doesn't have the same engine and the same power as an ST. Um, but it's good for, for, you know, it's got good economy, it's got good good fuel assumption, etc. And, and it looks like a sporty car. Um, it's a good car for, for maybe not first-time drivers, but first couple of cars in, or for people that just prefer a sporty, yes, small hatch type car um so on ford website i've done a standard spec ford fiesta st line and the new price is seventeen thousand pounds with a fifteen hundred pound deposit so fifteen hundred pounds up front the pcp payment so as i referred to earlier this is where you have a set of monthly payments and then you have an amount that you have to pay off at the end uh, the, the deal that I chose was a four-year deal and the payments worked out to be in £215 a month for four years. And then at the end, you would pay a 6000 optional final payment if you wanted to keep the car or you would just hand it back. So then I went and looked at uh, an ultra trader, searched for the same model car. Um, it would be one that's around 18 months old, so still in warranty, still got a good, a fair enough amount of time on warranty, um, but the same sorts of models, same look, same features, etc. The average price is nine and a half thousand, um, so considerably less, near enough half less uh, of the new price. And I then looked, went on to uh, Zopa, Zopa. I think it's called, uh, which is a loan company, and they gave a quote of four years, £178 a month, but there is no balloon payment. So you have the car for four years, you spend that amount of money each month, and then the car is yours. So therefore, I personally think that's a quite a big saving, mainly because, okay, it's only an extra sort of 40 quid a month for the new option, but at the end of the day, after the three years, you hand it back with no money. That's it. Uh, or you can pay 6000 and and keep the car. Um, so preferably, again, the second-hand option is is better. The only difference is, is on the new option, Ford actually do a finance agreement where you pay 0% APR. So therefore, you're not actually paying any money extra on top of the car to borrow the the money on their behalf, essentially. Whereas with the second-hand loan, there's a 3.3% APR. So you do pay a little bit on top, but it's fairly minimal. It's not nothing major. Okay, next one, we've got the medium price range, and I've gone for an Audi A3, uh, similar to the car that I have. Um, and I, I did this because I've, I've done all these figures before when I was looking. So 
went on to Audi website again, specs um, an Audi A3 new shape, which come out to £32,110. Then their finance calculator worked out if I put down £3,500 deposit, and I chose a deal for 36 months, so three years, it would be a monthly payment of £437. Then an optional final payment, so again, it's a PCP, of £16,696. So you've, you've already paid 3500 you then pay 437 quid a month, and then you still have nearly £17,000 to pay at the end. So, same spec, roughly the same anyway, on Auto Trader, £23,890 average. They sort of go between 22 and 24, 25,000. 18 months old, same spec roughly. Now again, same same loan company, so Zupa did a quote, £446.98 monthly payment. And that would be on a three-year deal. And the interest rate on that loan would be 3.5%. But there would be no balloon payment. So it's a bit more expensive per month as in what is it nine quid nine pounds something like that um but you don't have a seventeen thousand pound optional payment at the end it would be that was the fear you pay the monthly payments and that's it also the other benefit i've had with with zupo i have got my car loan with is the fact that you can pay off more if you want to at any point in time and there's no fee so if you decide oh, I've got an extra couple of hundred quid a month or whatever that's coming in, you want to get the loan payment taken off quick car, then you can do that. Or if you sell the car or you, you just have the money to pay the rest of the loan off, you can do that as well with no problems. Everything's online. It's, it's really quite easy. Um, going through Audi Finance, they would probably have their own terms. It may be the same or it, you know, maybe it's easy, but I don't know. I don't think it is. Okay, then lastly... We have uh, the higher end uh, option, which I've chosen, the Porsche Macan. Uh, so the Porsche Macan's a 4x4 car, small SUV car, um, but on the higher end compared to sort of the, the Q3 and whatnot, it's sort of the top top spec one. Um, they have just brought out a facelift, which is the only one I could spec on the configurator, which is essentially the same, but just a few nicer details. So it's a reasonably priced one, 55500 So unfortunately, Porsche didn't have a finance calculator on the website that I could use. So I use an independent finance company called Magnitude Finance. Uh, I know they're a, a very reputable finance broker and, and they've done millions of cars in their time. Um, so I went on and I got two quotes from themselves. Um, so 55500 a £5,000 deposit, and it'll be over four years. Four years payment, again, this is on a PCP deal, is £751, with an optional balloon payment of £24,641. And that is with an APR of 6.8%. So in total, the amount of credit you would borrow is £64,940. Um so that's how much you're looking, 750 quid a month over four years with the, with a balloon payment at the end. So then I went again on AutoTrader. Unfortunately, this is the pre-facelift model, but same spec. So pre-facelift, but hey-ho. So 
The second hand models are still quite a good residual value and they are sitting at just under £37,000, 36990 So same quote, Magnitude Finance, £5,000 deposit with a monthly payment of £488. So that's looking at what, 300, just under £300 a month difference. Um, again, same deposit. 6.8% again on the loan with an optional balloon payment at the end of 15,372. What I also did on the second hand uh, model was got a quote for HP, which is high purchase, which is essentially you will buy the car. And the monthly payments again over four years is £746.67. 5.8% APR, so slightly lower, slightly less risks obviously, obviously to the bank. Um, as you're paying the whole car off. So, you know, if you look at that overall, a monthly higher purchase on a second-hand model, again, around the sort of year and a half old, is the same monthly payment as you would have done on a new one, but you don't have to sell it after three years or you don't have to find an extra 20-odd thousand, 25,000 in order to keep the car. The car will be yours. So I think... You know, to summarise, it, it really all depends on what you want. But this is just an idea of the money that you could save for near enough or the same product. Um, the only difference you would have is obviously the warranty. But if you buy a decent car uh, from a decent dealer or a manufacturer, then, you know, it could be worth it. And if you need to, you could you could take out an extended warranty if you was that worried about it, which I'm sure would be less money than the new cars. Again, Really all depends on what you want to do. If you do want a new car, go down and look at the different options. Look at leasing, look at PCP, look at the different types of finance and don't always go with the dealer's finance package because it might not be the best. It may be the easiest and they may be able to sort it out for you there and then, but we're trying to save money here where we can by getting the same product. Um, by doing a little bit of more extra work, then you can ideally save quite a lot of money. Again, Referring back to the Porsche, you're looking at like £20,000 difference for a year, a car that's a year older or a year and a half older. So for me, I see that's quite a significant difference. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I hope this episode was helpful. Please give me a review or a rating in the review section. Let me know what you think of the new name and what episodes you would like to come. We've got plenty more ideas to come and hopefully a few guests along the way. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time.